I can't tell if this is working, but if it is working and you can hear me, text me and let me know if, who's watching, or you can chat if you're on your computer on the right. I don't know if the audio is working, I don't know, because it's connected to my Bluetooth in my car, so I don't know if my microphone is through that, or I have no idea. So just let me know. It does look like there's a couple people. It's hard to see. And Oh, Baron's watching. <laughs> Alright, audio's working. This is great news. So basically this is a FaceTime call with Baron and I, uh, with the exception of the fact that I can't see Baron, <laughs> or I can't hear Baron. I just have to read his text messages. Although now I'm getting a warning. This is poor network connection. Let's see. Turn off high quality. Alright. Look, open road ahead of me. That's probably pretty nauseating. Baron, you have to get Ray to watch. I am in North Carolina currently, just past the 11 hour mark, 765 miles so far. Uh, last time that I did this, I, it was two years ago, I guess, and I did 760 miles in 11 hours, so I'm actually right on pace like almost to the mile, which is kind of cool, because I thought I'd be a bit slower with Lindsay, uh, but she's doing a good job, and we've made our stops pretty quickly. So, oh, I have more viewers now. This is wonderful. If you uh, if you just joined in, text me or, or chat on the right-hand side. Uh, if you join, if you're on a computer, it's on the right-hand side. If you're on your phone, just text me. Um, Lindsay is behind me. So she's not in the car, uh, not in front of me, obviously, either, because you, you'd be able to see that. Um, the car is packed to the brim, though, if you can see that. So there's really not much opportunity for her to be sitting in the car. Uh, <laughs> it's literally both of our cars to the point where we were shoving clothes in every open hole. There's, like, clothes just randomly. Uh, all of our clothes are going to be wrinkled. We're going to have to iron or dry clean or something all of our clothes. Um, shoes are just randomly placed in, in all sorts of different crevices. and it, it's <laughs> It was a tight fit. And it was, uh, it was two long days of boxing stuff up and trying to figure out how to make it fit into our cars. We had all of our stuff in a, I guess, a one-and-a-half bedroom apartment, I call it, including two flat-screen TVs. Uh, we sold all of our furniture, though, so that's gone, but it was, uh, it was, <laughs> it was not easy to do it. It was very stressful. Uh, moving sucks, and moving with someone else also makes it more difficult because then there's that whole dynamic. But when it's your girlfriend, <laughs> It's even more stressful um, because, you know, it's your girlfriend and everything I wanted to do, in my opinion, was right. 
everything she wanted to do in her opinion was right and it was not often that those things were the same um, so that eventually I had to put on my uh, my my manager hat and say okay listen this isn't gonna work if we're both trying to be the chief so she volunteered to not be the chief and uh, after that it was still pretty stressful <laughs> But we got it done. We got it done at like 9 o'clock last night. We left at uh, 5. We left at about 6 a.m. this morning, but we got up at 4.30. And we had to pack up all the random stuff that was still left in our apartment, like an aero bed, which we actually couldn't fit in the car. We actually had an aero bed that the, the car is so packed that we couldn't fit the aero bed in either one of our cars in any space. So there was this little Cuban lady that's this overnight security guard that doesn't speak any English, so we gave it to her. Uh, and then anything else that was in the apartment, we just threw out. Um, yeah, and I mean, all of our furniture we sold, and yesterday I had Goodwill come and pick some stuff up, and uh, they came in and out of my apartment. So I had Goodwill come and pick up uh, a queen mattress, a uh, uh, box spring, and then a bunch of just random stuff, you know, like those plastic shelves that you could put in a closet, like just to keep, uh, you know, like shoes or, or I think we had belts and some of Lindsay's bags in there. They took that and all sorts of random accessories. I had some people from work come over and uh, pick some stuff up. Uh, so yeah, we liquidated the apartment. We had a little bit of a fire sale there in the last couple of days because, like I said, there's just no room in this car at all for anything else besides what's in the car. So. Oh look, more, more people. This is wonderful. So if you're not Baron and you've joined and want to let me know, just send me a text so I know. Baron's been asking me questions to keep me going. <laughs> this is a lot harder than doing the podcast. I think it's I think it's two things. I think um, and focusing on the road, which obviously is important here, um, I gotta focus to make sure Lindsay is behind me and uh, she doesn't get lost or anything. I mean, it's just really 95 to drive north, but still. Um, I usually I don't script my podcast in any way at all, but I usually have notes and I'll put like one word or two words, and maybe I'll have five or six different things I want to talk about. So like last time, I think I put. Um, elevators, I put uh, the, the first date story that I told, and I put whatever about that MTV show that I talked about. Um, Baron said, are we there yet? Um, so I don't have those. I did jot down a couple things. I, I know I talked about doing like a real podcast show, but I, uh, I don't think that I'll be able to do that and really concentrate on it. Also, now that I've done, I guess, 10 shows, I've done 10 podcasts, I've gotten really comfortable with the setting. I've gotten comfortable with the, with the microphone and sitting in front of my computer and being able to see the waveforms and being able to see my recording and all of that. Uh, and also being able to hear myself. When I first started doing the podcast, when you, when you record you wear headphones to monitor, they're called monitors, you wear headphones to monitor your voice, and uh, at first it was kind of weird, because it was like a little bit of an echo, but uh, 
eventually I, I came to get used to it and actually came to like it. And it's strange now to do a, a thing where I'm talking and don't have an, an audience or a response um, and not be able to hear myself and not be able to monitor my volume or anything like that. It is kind of strange. Um, but, yeah. Um, so then the other thing, I think, is the fact that I can see, I can kind of see, my window's blocking it, let me put my hand up here. Oops, okay. So the more people are joining, I can see how many viewers I have. No, my podcast, which is great, is, is I, you know, I, I do the podcast, and then it's just out there, you know, it's not a live thing, and one day I'll do a live show now that I've figured out this technology, but I, I do a podcast, and I record it, and I do it in one take. I very, very rarely cut anything or change anything. There's been a couple of instances where I've done that. Um, but I do go back and I add my opening song and my closing song to make sure that the timing is right. So I do that afterwards. And I can, I can work with it after I've recorded it. And then I put it up and then people listen to it and download it. And they don't necessarily download it that day, but they download it over you know, a week or, or whatever it may be. Typically, I see a spike when I put the episode up, but uh, and then it kind of tapers off. But in this case, I can also see when people are joining or when people are leaving um, the podcast or this this broadcast, I guess I should say. Oh, that helps. Um, and it's kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> it's kind of nerve-wracking to see how many people are on here. Uh, and I've only been on this now for 10 minutes, and... Time is going a lot slower than it usually does with my podcast. Let's see, now someone just passed Lindsay, so now there's a car between Lindsay and I. Terrible. Um, but yeah, that's why this is different. I guess I'm going to... I'll see how this audio comes out, and I'll see if I can like pull this audio from this Ustream thing and see if I can put it on into GarageBand in any way, and then I'll, I'll put it up as kind of a special episode podcast, maybe. We'll see how this turns out. But, um, but yeah. The one thing I've noticed driving is the, uh, the uniqueness of billboards. <laughs> like, so now, like I said, I, I'm up to 776 miles. Let's see if this helps. It doesn't distract me. Yeah, that's good. Oh, people are asking me questions? I don't see that. Huh. Alright, well, I guess if you're asking me questions, I don't see them. Which I apologize for. If you have my phone number, text me. It's easier if you text me, I guess. Because um, I can read that in the notification center. But if I quit this app, then it's, then it's going to get messed up. Um, so yeah, questions, just text me. Or Baron, if you want to text me their questions. Um, yeah, Baron, I see what you're saying on the Ustream site, but uh, I'm, I have a little chat window on here on my like broadcaster view, and it doesn't, it's not showing anything, it's just showing my two messages. Um, so I guess Baron's going to transcribe them to me. Uh-oh, we lost a viewer. <laughs> I must not have answered that, that person's question. Um, but yeah, I'll wait for Baron's questions. But anyway, you know, 778 miles now. Uh, let's see. 
Where do you get ideas for your podcast? Um, where do I get ideas for my podcast? I, uh, I try just to, uh, pay attention a little bit more closely. I've always been a, a rather opinionated person, I guess, and I've always worked, um, in environments in where there's a lot of people, so there's a lot of social interaction in my job, um, and a lot of times, you know, we work very closely physically together, and it's important that we have some sort of social aspect to, to keep the environment fun and light, and I also believe that that helps with productivity. So I, I like telling stories, I like public speaking, I've always been one to get up in front of a crowd, so I've always enjoyed this type of performance, and um, I've always paid attention to this kind of stuff, and, and, and talked about it, or commented about it, or whatever it may be, and when I decided to start doing a podcast, I think the first one, I kind of started to formulate ideas, like I ordered my microphone, and between me ordering the microphone and it arriving, I started to think about some ideas, I started to think about some things recently that had happened in my life that I wanted to talk about. I think that was the big one where I did the bathroom attendant. Um, and then ever since then, I've just kind of been paying attention to some of those funnier moments uh, in my life and usually just writing them down. I just really, I use the notes app on my phone because it syncs to my computer, which is nice. So I'll just type one or two words of something. Like I said, I was flipping through the channels the other night and saw that MTV show and thought it was ridiculous wanted to talk about it. Um, on the last episode, actually, I had all intention of going home and doing an episode, and then between me parking my car and getting to my apartment, I had an incident that you heard about in the elevator, and that's what I decided to talk about. So literally, that elevator story came from right in the moment. I, I like to wing things, too, so I'll give myself a couple of notes of some things that have happened recently and, and uh, just kind of go with it and see where it takes me. And... Uh, Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's not, uh, but I try. I just like to, to kind of talk about it. So I hope that answered your question. I'm going to try to turn the camera around for a second. The moon looks really cool. I wonder if you guys can see it after this truck. Let's see. My mount may be right in the way. Oh, the mount. Have you always been good at public speaking? Any tips on how to improve? Baron, if there's anything important on any tips on how to improve, um, let me know, because I can only see that one line. So after the word improve, I lose it. Um, have I always been good at public speaking? I guess you guys can't see the moon, so turn this around. Um, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think when I really had my first public speaking. I guess I had to do... I did a speech in high school for... Uh, I, was a, <laughs> I was the sergeant at arms in the National Honor Society. I really don't know what that means. Uh, I think at the time it really just meant I had to be on top of people to make sure that they were uh, getting good grades, right? So the National Honor Society requires you to... Um, requires you to have a certain grade point average or whatever it was, and uh, I needed to make sure that these people were were doing that. And um, somebody said, what are you talking about? Uh, 
so in order to make sure that they were doing that, I had to just remind them, and I, I think I got, like, people's grades. I think they gave them to me. So anyway, National Honor Society. And I had to give a speech at the commencement ceremony, so when we welcomed in the next class, and I wrote this whole big speech out, and it was pretty dramatic, and I actually have it, and still looking back at it, it was, a, it was an okay speech. It was well written, I suppose. It was probably a little bit... <laughs> Someone just said, this is weird. Um, <laughs> yes, Suzanne, I'm driving and filming. Um, so I guess that was my first public speaking appearance. And it, was, it, was, it was one of those opportunities where I had to talk in front of about 200 people, and I've, I've had a lot of chances to do that since then. But I wrote the speech, and it was definitely like I went into Word and used the thesaurus to get big words. Like, I was that guy when, you know, I was 16, 17 years old. I wanted to sound fancy. Um, but ever since then, like, in college, I got school for um, electrical engineering. I went to school for electrical engineering, and a, a lot of it is team-based, and a lot of it is project-based. And at the end of a project, you have to present your findings or your, your theories or, or what have you. And um, I don't know, Ryan, if it's illegal. If this is illegal, uh, it's fake. There's a green screen behind me. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, look, hold on. Here's the moon again. Let me try this. Let's see. Oh, sorry. Right, I don't know if you'll be able to see it. It looks quite a bit more vivid to me. Um, so in, in college, I had to do a lot. I actually took a public speaking class. It was the easiest A of my life. It was... I had this T 